Welcome to Homestyle with Shana Blaze for Beaumont Tiles, with tiles for every style and budget. And welcome everyone to Homestyle with Shana Blaze for Beaumont Tiles, with tiles for every style and budget. I'm producer Jane Neild. Every couple of weeks, I have the absolute pleasure of jumping in the podcast studio with Shana Blaze. Hello, Shana. Hi, how are you? I'm so good. And look, in a couple of days' time, we can't not talk about the block. No. Because it is back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, listeners for uh, Homestyle over the last uh, couple of years will know it's slightly strange for you, isn't it, Shana? Because so much gets recorded in advance. You've done judging, but then it's all on our TV. So will you be watching again and will you be doing little Instagram uh, recaps? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> because the thing is, as judges, we only get to see the reveal. We don't know anything that happens during the week. So when everyone's watching it live on TV, that's the first time I find out about things. And, yeah. and always it gives me that warning before it goes to um, the, the judging episode of like, hmm, People aren't going to be happy with what I say when that goes to air, so I better sort of get myself ready. So I, I think it's um, – I get to see the story live with everybody else and, and that's what I love about it. So it's like there's all these little secrets I know nothing about. Yeah, it's like a little jigsaw puzzle and yeah. you've got the finished product but you haven't seen all the pieces drop into place. It's yeah. fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is the podcast if you are watching The Block this year and you want to follow along. And, of course, it is The Block Tree Change. Shana, I've had uh, a few people ask me and a couple of questions come through about some logistics uh, because this is one of the biggest or if not the biggest block, 10 acres of land for each of these properties. So logistically, did you have a golf cart with your name on it, Shana, or were they driving you around set or how did you actually get around? Right. So we were actually going to have a Kubota, which is like a, you know, yeah. a, an on-site golf cart. A farm vehicle cart. sort of. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, that was open air and that was just going to be fantastic. But it was muddy from day one and we just could not ride in it because it was cold, windy and if we end up covered in mud and turn up to the next oh, house, yes, you're, yeah, doesn't quite work. So Shana's white pantsuit has a big mm, spray of mud up the back. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so we actually would have one of the runners like drive us in between all of it and like you know, it, was, it was a bit precious but yeah. at the same time when we got out we had to have boots yeah. and then we'd leave them at the door, then put our actual shoes on because otherwise we're dragging mud through it. But even then, like a lot of the time, I, we were walking from the car to the house, the amount of times I had mud all over my pants. Mm. Like it's just, it was so hard to just keep yourself clean. So maybe people can be on mud watch for a couple of episodes <laughs> and just see where the bottoms of my feet just go, oh, yep, that's the episode. She's got mud on her pants. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to watch that now. And like I could imagine, yeah, with crew and cast. Yeah. There's so many people. It's like, who just walked across Uh that floor? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Do you actually think this was one of the most gruelling blocks ever? And if someone's sort of been, oh, I've watched the block a few times, I'm not sure if I can do a new series, you know, it's it's high stakes in this one, isn't it? It's it time. is, and it's so different. And it and it, it look, it's grueling for so many different reasons. One, it was damn cold, um, and it was filmed in winter, and so that's even more higher stakes. Um, and going through all the um, the knock on effects of all the pandemic and supply issues and build issues and and budget issues, like you know, there's a lot of things that blow out. And then also at the same time, you know, Scotty's revealing a house too. Each week. So mm. I think there's something really unique about it and um, 
Yeah, and also like Scotty's dog Frankie um, is back on this episode, on this series where you know he used to have his other dogs yeah. way at the beginning, but now this is this is great. It's got a bit of a family feel. To yeah, it, real, it? not a bit, a very <laughs> strong family feel. Uh, do you get to actually critique Scotty's build, or is he actually getting judged? Or no. God, no. Why would you? No, no. God, he wouldn't have a speak to me. Could have been very interesting. In a moment, we've got a couple of very familiar guests for you, Kyle and Cara, who were on the block uh, very recently. Any tips, though, Shana, in terms of couples? Uh, you know, I don't know whether you think when you look at a Kyle and Cara, you go, yep, they have got that X factor. They're going to make it in this industry. Yeah, absolutely. Have you got any inklings about any contestants? Yeah, there's there is one one couple, and that will slowly reveal itself. That um, and I've only said it twice before in you know fifteen series that this needs to be your career. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And this is Homestyle for Beaumont Tiles. You can drop into one of Beaumont's 115 stores and let their specialists help you select the perfect tile for your next renovation. Well, there are not too many people, Shana, although you're maybe one of them in Australian um, entertainment who, if you just say their first name, you know who they are. Maybe Danny, maybe Kylie, maybe Shana. Kyle and Cara are two such people, and we welcome them to Homestyle today. Kyle and Cara, wow, how many years since you were just newbies on the block and you and Shana first met? Eight years ago. Time flies when you're having fun. Well, you had a couple of babies. Yes, I, I think <laughs> that's the crazy thing of like, and I'm the same of like, did you ever think that this is what your life was going to be? No, not at all. Like honestly, we um we were we were so s- surprised to even get on the show, and then each you know sort of as time progressed, it was just kind of like you know more and more opportunity sort of came, and I just thought I'd go back to being a builder. Cara thought she'd be going back to being a physiotherapist, and yeah, we yeah. did no no such thing. <laughs> I, I have to say, um, you know, the block that you were on, that was when we were in the really hot weather. Like, that was crazy. But one of the most amazing things about you both is the quality. Like, your quality of workmanship was something that we always used to comment on and just be blown away. And you yeah. were both very innovative and I think that was the thing too. You weren't basing anything on a trend. You weren't basing anything on um, what's hot, what's not. And, and and it almost seemed like you weren't worried about the competition. You were just playing your own game basically. And it really mm. came through with authenticity. And I can't say that about everybody and a lot is that the authenticity that you brought to the show. And I think that's why you're so successful now is because of that. Thanks, Shana. Thank I you. honestly, we we really did come into it with fresh eyes, not knowing what to expect, and just wanting to bring our A game in terms of what we could do ourselves. Moving from the Central Coast to Melbourne to a big industrial apartment was so new to us, and we just wanted to embrace it. And I remember the twins and the boys used to get so into the competition, and I actually, yeah, looking back, thought I'm so glad I was a bit naive to the competition and all that side of things because I really didn't. You know, we'd get negative feedback off you guys and we'd be like, oh, okay, yep, and we'd move on. And I'd watch the girls, like, being so upset about it. I'd be like, come on, just 
take it on the chin and move on. Let's do this. But yeah, for me, like I remember think having like a couple of moments where I was like, you know what, my skills and my workmanship's gonna be put in front of the whole country. And I didn't wanna I didn't wanna, you know, leave myself an opportunity where it wasn't gonna look wasn't gonna be as best as I could do. So I always had that on my mind and I was just like, I just have to do like have to give it a hundred percent. I have to like gap fill every single <laughs> little crack. Have to make it, you know, look amazing. So and every you know, cut um, and every seam and every sort of, join sort of. was incredible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Shana. Uh, guys, do you get a little knot in your stomach though when you start seeing the promos for the block? You know, which we'll be mm. watching again. Do you do you sort of like flash back to that? Like you, you know, it's pre kids. It's it's pre this whole incredible career you've had. And do you sort of feel for those contestants and think? They have got no idea what they are walking into. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I get excited for them. I just think you have to go in with like no expectations of getting anything out of it and just really enjoy the experience because I can honestly say we did that. Like I told my work, I'll be back in 12 weeks. It's been eight years. But um, <laughs> we just went in there with like, okay, whatever happens, happens now. And I think that's why it was so good for us. Yeah, when I see the block promos start to come on, it's just definitely like brings back the excitement because we had such a positive experience and we just, you know, loved every every minute of it. Um, so to see other couples go through, you know, you hope they have the same experience that we had and, you know, they hope they get, we hope that they get like so much out of it. We did go back on to the block this year. Oh, so did you? I didn't know it. that. And I did. Yeah, we um, went back and did a walk around and I was getting a bit of FOMO, to be honest. I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah, look, you know, the budgets are much bigger. We done it already. <laughs> the budgets are so much block. bigger and everything about it was um, like amped up. But I'm so glad you said that because a lot of people forget the opportunity. They forget, they're just caught up in the pain and they forget that so many, you know, tens of thousands of people apply for this and you're actually really blessed and lucky for this opportunity, whatever the result is going to be, that it's an experience that is very hard to describe and it's 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 something that is so unique and, mm. and I think no, no matter the outcome, it is the most incredible opportunity to enhance your life and do something different. Mm. Absolutely. I know. I feel the exact same way, like, you know, regardless of what you might win, the winnings on top are a bonus if you get there. But it's the experience, the experience to be able to, you know, renovate with somebody else's money and put a team together that can deliver rooms within a week. It is such an eye opener. Like I am a builder, I come from a building background and to see what we were able to achieve each week when we were given those rooms and those tasks, like I never thought we'd be able to do that. Yeah. Yeah, it's so, um, it's it's mind blowing what you can achieve. Now we have a little uh, connection between you guys, Kyle and Cara, and also Shana, and of course our wonderful podcast sponsors, Beaumont Tiles. They've got 115 stores, and they've got some great brand ambassadors. Uh, Shana and Kyle and Cara yourselves are coming on board and helping <laughs> yes. to spread the Part word. Part of the family, <laughs> exactly. So you came to my family as the block, and now I'm coming to your family with Beaumont Tiles. How cool is that? <laughs> yeah. 
So, guys, so welcome. <laughs> you're, I guess, is it, you know, a brand ambassadorship? I mean, let's just, you know, fully disclose, you guys are all over some incredible videos and tips and hints on the Beaumont's website. And we're going to talk a little bit about bathrooms now because one of the big questions that we get here on the email on the show, I know, Shana, that you get so much uh, via your socials and Kyle and Cara, I'm sure it's one of those little topics, how to do a small bathroom renovation um, Cara, why do you think people can sort of grasp the concept of a small bathroom reno? Is it just because it is kind of achievable? Look, I think bathrooms are an amazing opportunity to renovate. And we see like a lot of Australians wanting to upgrade their bathroom um, because, you know, the bathrooms are a space where you can inject, inject a lot of personality and, you know. Add value. Add value, exactly. <laughs> So we see a lot, we get a lot of inquiries about bathroom spaces and we love making over bathrooms. I think it's one of the spaces. Oh, we got a perfect score on our bathroom thanks to of Shana. Of course on you our did. Of the block. And you know so. what? There's not many of those. There's not many perfect scores. No, there's not. <laughs> Any opportunity to bring that up here? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> thought he'd throw it in there. <laughs> So, Cara, I'm always, um, look, I have done a smallish bathroom reno in the last year or so, but something I was not prepared to do and I just couldn't envisage it was actually changing the layout. So can you sort of talk to that a little bit? Like, do you guys just go, look, it's easier just to leave things where they are? Or do you really love that uh, challenge of actually getting in there and changing stuff? I do love changing things up. And I think with any bathroom, large or small, layout is always the first step. And that needs to work first and foremost. So... If the layout is already working, we're so happy to just leave it as is, um, as particularly if you are on a budget, it's really good to leave the layout as is. It's the affordability too, whether you can actually have the luxury of changing all the points. But I, I think it's one of those, th- those things, if you're renovating a bathroom, it's not just the look and feel that sometimes it's just not functioning. So the opportunity to change the layout I think is so important because um, it, it becomes how you use it best is the layout. Yep. Exactly. And, you know, we hear a lot of people saying, you know, kitchens and bathrooms sell homes. If, you know, if you've got a beautiful kitchen and bathroom, um, you're more inclined to be able to sell your home for that price that you wanted to. So... There, it's an investment to go into it and maybe spend that little bit more if your layout does need changing and tweaking, if you can incorporate some more natural light with some V-Lux windows. We love to do that as well, um, you know, just to make those spaces make you feel a certain way when you walk into them. And I, I think the thing is um, I'd like your thoughts on this is that we are now seeing people finally embracing personality in bathrooms. Everybody's been so terrified to make sure it doesn't date and it's like, well, anything dates, everything dates and people mm. are putting their personality in in their bathrooms and, you know, a, a lot of pattern tiles are, are really, there's so mm. many different types of ones mm. and I tend to put a lot of patterned ones on the floor so they're not in your face so it helps people cope a little bit better. How do you feel um, about putting personality in a bathroom, whether it's big or small, because sometimes that can become the feature. Absolutely. we That's one of the first things we say to clients that we work with, personality. We want people to walk in and feel happy in the space. And I think the last two years has taught us that our home really is our sanctuary and we need it to make us feel a certain way. And um, I think we are moving past that all white, minimalistic 
trend and we're embracing those warmer tones, those more colourful tones. And um, yeah, and as you said, the, the patterns on the floor really helping to inject personality and make sure that everything doesn't look the same. Yeah, yeah. I, I like to um, give every bathroom a different personality because they've got a different use in each of them, but always just having something that links it in some way. And yeah. um, so how do you add personality for the kids' bathrooms? What, what's your sort of tips on that? Well, you make them, one, user-friendly because our kids are five and four and splash water everywhere. They literally <laughs> do. It's like wet and wild in there. When they <laughs> so, yeah, function first, making sure they're easy to clean. Um, but, yeah, again, it's just working with the colours that make you feel a certain way. We love all those earthy, mm. organic tones, Um and so that's what we've done in our bathroom. But fun pattern tiles on the floor is a great way for the kids to get in there and feel like it's part of their space too. Guys, when you say function and the children there, like I made the mistake of I have a little sort of ledge on the end of my bath. There's no drain hole in there. And I have a nine-year-old who thinks that the bath is actually a small swimming pool. So are you talking <laughs> things like extra drainage holes? And like I, I would <laughs> never have thought to ask the bathroom guy to put a small plug <laughs> for you know splashing kids but is that the sort of stuff you're talking about like really getting down to function yeah look i think like first and foremost you have to make sure that your tiler or your trades are you know well and truly aware that it's going to be a kid splash zone and to really ramp that fall and get the falls right and make sure that you've got pretty pretty distinct fall to those wastes so that you know you're not having water run out the door or if there's a overload of water it doesn't make its way out or water pooling in you know the back behind a freestanding bath that that water really needs to make its way to the drain yep. particularly in a family bathroom and also those shelves too um you know we're very big on niches in showers and things like that mm. that um you know you would know this you just do a tiny fall on it it's not a complete straight sharp 90 degree angle just so that you know when water settles on there with your shampoos and bits and pieces it just starts falling yep. gradually yeah yep. another thing to think about is how much grout you've got in a kid's bathroom um, because you know there's water everywhere and they do bring in all the dirt and the sand um, so you know if you if that's your thing and you really want mosaic tiles on the floor go for it but just be aware that all that grout is going to need cleaning so for us personally we've stuck to the larger format tiles which means for me, particularly in shower areas, I encourage families to go for the larger format tiles so that there's less grout to clean. And as well, you go the larger format tiles and you can colour match the grout with all the Beaumont's grout selections so that, you know, you do, those grout lines are really minimal and they almost disappear. Mm, mm. And that's actually a good tip also for a small bathroom. So visually, the less the, the less grout lines mean the less visual, you know, sort of impact in the way that's going to make it feel smaller. Mm. Yeah. We are yep. running through some of these things we need to consider with a small bathroom renovation, and you can find this all on the Beaumont's website as well. And Kyle and Cara, Beaumont Ambassadors. Now, I've got uh, here storage, massive exclamation mark, Shana, 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 Shana. <laughs> <laughs> because anyone who's watched the blog has uh, seen Shana... Well, I would say um, protest quite a few times about oh, lack of drives me nuts. <laughs> yeah. so I don't Cara, think anyone in Australia can think of storage now without thinking. <laughs> of storage. So you've done yourself 
a good service with that, Shana. Absolutely. But it's so true. Like you need to have, like they've got to look great, but they've got to be practical. You need storage. So obviously, yeah, the, the storage behind the mirrors is a big one. Um, and then also the vanity, <laughs> making sure that you've got storage in there and then looking for other opportunities that you can um, inject personality and storage. So is your bathroom big enough to put a little niche on an opposite wall where you can keep those extra shampoos, conditioners, functional things? And I think also, like, you know, you said it perfectly, you've got two little kids and they love to have the, you know, the wet and wild there. And, you know, of course, we're going to see lots of toys and we're going to see lots of play. But at the same time, you know, you want to actually keep things away from the splash zone, like, you you know, your stack of tiles, your stack of toilet paper. And, you know, they're going to grow up into adults and, you know, there's other things that they'll use in there as well. So I, I think it's so important that, you know, we all want that minimalist look. We want it looking fresh and all the time. But if you don't have storage, it's always going to be on display. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, in our bathroom at the moment, the kids' bathroom, we've got the vanity off the ground and it's just the right size to put. Um, we've sort of got this plastic basket that can get wet that's got all the bath toys and it just slides under there nice and further back enough that you can't actually see it if you want to keep the bathroom looking nice and crisp, which isn't very often, but you know, <laughs> if the kids aren't home and guests are coming over, I'll chuck them all in there and tuck it away. It's just little things like that you need to think about. Like look at your bathroom now and work out what you've got and what you want to hide once your bathroom renovation is done. Yeah. We were the couple that like, you know, we never wanted to have toys on display anywhere, <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> that was before we had kids. Now, sometimes you walk in and it's just like, it looks like a toy factory. It's just like, oh man. That's life. Though. And the more storage, the more places you've got to shove those toys and get them out of sight. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> now, Cara, you mentioned, of course, uh, the, the tile options and, and some of the colour things. Do you have any colour predictions or little tips or hints or, you know, where do you feel like things are going when it comes to colour schemes at the moment? I think I mentioned it before. I think we're all moving away from white interiors, from that cold, grey, minimalistic look, and everyone's craving that warmth. So mm. um, earthy browns and all those 70s colours are like coming back. terracotta sort yeah. of look stuff and, you know, obviously done right and paired back. But, um, yeah, I think people are definitely looking for that bit of personality now. And I think what you just said, the key of like making it look right <laughs> this time, like, you know, mm. uh, yeah. like my, most of my career of selling houses was getting rid of all those colours, but they were yeah. so full on and so I incredibly niche of what they were, whereas mm. now what you're talking about, the earthy tones and, and the patterns and things like that, there's so much variety now. It's not just one look yeah. and a touch. And I think that's why it's not going to date and why it's more personal and earthy and because there's other reasons for the colours and the patterns, not just a style. Yeah. yeah. And, and there's, I, there's so many options now with the technologies with tiles and the printing. So you really can literally name your favourite colour, walk into a Beaumont store and find, say, a beautiful pattern tile mm. with, with yellow in it. That's mm. what I'm feeling at the moment. I'm feeling fresh and I want that injection of fresh yellow in my bathroom or laundry. Find a pattern tile and start with that 
work your way up from the ground. There's even like go so far as like, you know, the really beautiful natural stone looking tiles. Instead of it being like a reoccurring print, they're now up to like 12 different prints. So it, it all just, you know, it blends in. It doesn't look like a reoccurring pattern. It looks really like a natural stone floor. So the technology has come a long way over the last few years. I, I think that's one of the big changes is, is what you were just saying there about the non-reoccurring pattern um, because a lot of the time it mm. might be they, they only have one or two and you go see a bathroom and you see that same pattern and sometimes it'll they'll join it and it's just like, oh, my God, this is a disaster. <laughs> yeah, it's like you, you have to look away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Now, guys, um, of course, Shana has also just launched her complete bathroom packages, the CBPs. Mm. Have you had a chance to jump on the Beaumont's website and check out some of these uh, little pre-designed packages? Cara, what are your thoughts? Am I being judged? Did you just ask them to judge me? (laughs) Come on, here's your chance. Hang on, here's my chance. Here we go. Thank you. No, we're not on the block, Shana. <laughs> Love them. Love the farmhouse vibe, the coastal vibes. You've done well. Oh, thanks, Darth. Ooh, stop sweating, man. Yeah. No, I love it because there's something there for everyone, no matter, you know, what your style. And it's nice for people to jump on and see that there is like a complete package. Like you've done all the thinking, you've put all the looks together for them because there's nothing sort of worse than seeing someone having a go and getting it wrong. And, you know, the tapware doesn't suit the style that they're going for and it all becomes like a bit disjointed because they've put together a lot of things that they like but don't necessarily all look good in the one pot. So... And I think it gives people the opportunity to do something maybe a little bit outside their comfort zone, knowing that, you know, someone who knows what they're talking about has put this together. Exactly. And also it's not set in stone, so they can then start tweaking, changing it to suit their home or their personality. And I think, Cara, that's so right, is that we do some of these ones to take people out of their comfort zone so that they can think of something different and never thought that they would like it. But it's like, actually, I never would have thought of that, but I really like it. And um, I think that's what's exciting about doing those bathroom packages. Absolutely. Now, Kyle and Cara, thank you so much for joining us on Homestyle. Before we let you go, uh, people who frequent your website, kyleandcara.com, would be well aware of your Blue Lagoon project, also your Instagram, with a handy little 350,000 or so followers there. So plenty of people keeping up to date with you guys. Uh, The Blue Lagoon project, I understand it's all come to an end. And any quick sort of um, reflections on that and how you're finding it now finished? Yeah, we've been in here over two years now and love it. It's nice living in a home and just making those small tweaks and adding things slowly. Not everything has to be a block star reveal where you have to get things, you know, there and then. Uh, It's nice to add your your touches and your secondhand pieces over time and just make a home feel homely and yours. Now that it's been two years, we are ready to start our next project. So you're itchy. (laughs) So it's... So is this next one, you will actually move into it or is this just a a design project? So we're not going to move into the next one. We're going to um, build it and then sell it and Great. record the whole the whole thing. Yep. So that'll be exciting. Well, I, th- I think the thing is because why you're followed so much and people love it is because you make a home. I think people will be watching with bated breaths going, when can I buy it? When can I buy it? So I, th- yeah. I think that's <laughs> really smart, really smart. Cross. 
Yeah. Oh, what if you love it so much that you want to live in it? I feel like, you know, it's it's it seems like you know what you're going to do, Cara. That's like, no, we're doing this and then we're not going to live in it. But is there like a 5% yeah. room there for falling in love with it? <laughs> well, I think there is. There's a, you know, we've, we've incorporated like a wine cellar. <laughs> um, there's... There's two pools. I love that you said that first. Two pools. Um, there's a lot of you know adult things that you know like that are going to be like you know really pull the triggers of people that you know that you know they expect and they want. So it's it'll be um they'll be really nice places. So there probably will be that part of us that's like oh that's so nice. Maybe we should hang on to it. No, but we're builders. See, well, there's always another one. Yeah, there'll always be. An- Exactly. You take all your ideas with you to the next project. I am so intrigued by two pools that you, you're actually creating a resort, not a home. Mm. <laughs> well, it's actually two houses, Shana. We're doing a We're new We just got a little bit of secret information right bit. there. Hot off the press. <laughs> oh, well, it sounds like it is going to be a big, big uh, second half of 2022 for you guys. Carl and Cara, thank you so much. We're loving what you're doing with Beaumont Tiles. And, of course, you can jump on the website, onto your socials, the Instagram, the uh, the website, as mentioned, kyleandcara.com, where you'll be able to see the progression of this new project. Thanks so much for taking time to uh, chat with us on Homestyle, guys. Thanks, no guys. Good to chat. Do it again. And it's good so you, good. Shana. It's so good to see you guys just completely just take it out of the park. You know, you just you were such incredible contestants. You've got so much talent. You're, as I said, authentic. You're kind. You're family, and it, it's all well deserved. So, congratulations. Oh, thank oh right you. back at you, Shana. Exactly. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you so much. We'll oh, top and tail yeah, that, but that'll be out next stuff Thursday. Thank you so much for your time. Oh, that was amazing, cool. and and I really mean it. That's fantastic, yeah. and you just yeah, you you still seem like who you were like eight years ago. So. <laughs> I still feel twenty two, so hopefully um, that uh, feeling stays. Yeah. Always stay that. Yeah, I feel thirty six, <laughs> and so I don't change that one. It's like you know how old are you? Thirty six. I don't know. What you're all about. <laughs> uh, Perfect. Awesome. All right. Thanks, guys. Take See care. You. Bye. 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 Uh, Kyle and Cara there. They are just so authentic. You you love the fact, uh, Shana, don't you, that they're the same on screen, off screen, on telly, off telly. It, it is authentic, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It is. They're just them. And it comes across like that. So, yeah, I'm so proud of them. And happy for them, what they've been able to get out of the block. Oh, and I just, I mean, hearing you guys just quickly chat before we even started recording, like to think it's been so many years since you started the block, eight years since they did it. I mean, there's there's definitely something in it, you know. Yeah. Things don't last like that anymore. No. <laughs> hey, we've got a great little listener question here from Jen in Point Cook. Hi, Shana. Loved your tip to indulge in the double doona this winter. Oh, this is from last episode. Shana, you blew my mind with your double doona. Just throw two doonas on the bed. I love it. I am doing it. Uh, Jen says, my husband and I have just relocated south from a warmer area up north. Feeling the chill this winter in the move. Uh, Feeling the chill this winter. In the move, I rediscovered some sentimental heirloom quilts handed down to me from my gran and mum. Was wondering what you thought about using vintage or antique items such as quilts. I love the old floral fabrics, but I'm a little bit unsure as to what they've been stuffed with and just how full of historic dirt and worse they might be after so many years. Are they better just to display or could I look to get them restuffed? Thanks to Jen. Look, I think, uh, you know, 
when something like that does have that sentimental value, um, they are worth incorporating because there's stories there. And, mm. and so I'm always, you know, look at your home as a storytelling um, situation. Oh, I love that. Look at your home as a storytelling situation. Mm-hmm. I think that might be the title of our episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I think it is worth it. So there is there is some of those things like, is it worth getting them restuffed? Well, one, get a quote first, because on the other side of that is that, you know, somebody will pick up a piece of roadside furniture and go, oh my God, it's it's cost me nothing or something off eBay that cost you $50 and it yeah. actually cost you $700 to get it To get reupholstered, yeah. So, so have a look at the quote and see whether it's worth it. You can definitely get them in um, – there's certain um, dry cleaners that specialise in um, old things but mm-hmm. also those types of things and they may be able to restuff it for you as well. So certain dry, dry cleaners that specialise in that. Um, so one, look at the price first and see whether it's worth it. Even whether you keep it or not um, – and don't want to get it restuffed, getting it cleaned by somebody who actually specialises in old materials. And it could be like a dry cleaner that um, specialises in couture gowns or uh, sort of yeah. um, vintage fabrics and things like that. Delicate fabrics. They've got to yeah. be really careful. So so that will be able to give you the idea of where you can use it. Um, and if you're going to use it as something just to look at, it could actually be part of your double doona and putting it on the end of the bed. It could be something that is in a chair or it could be something that you use in um, like a – you might have a, a window seat or you might have something like that that you can mm. actually sort of have it on the a side A little there. accent, not that yeah. you're actually snuggling up to 100 years' worth of <laughs> dirt. Get it clean first. <laughs> okay, so it's always about thinking about the value of something, but then, you know, personal value, sentimental value, it's yeah. hard to put a price on that. So, yeah. Jen, I guess you're just going to have to weigh up, aren't you, what, what it's worth to be able to perhaps use them. So interesting little dilemma there. And, of course, if you would like to send us a question, you can do it via the email podcast at sen.com.au. Shana, this time, well, Shana, next time we meet will be an episode or two into the block. I just cannot wait to be watching. I, I really feel it's it's winter. I feel like I just am ready for a big, juicy series like the block this year. I think so. And, man, it's one to sit down and get into, I'm telling you now. <laughs> we will talk to you in a couple of weeks on Homestyle. And, of course, thanks to Beaumont Tiles, you can drop into one of Beaumont's 115 stores and let their specialists help you select the perfect tile for your next renovation. Till we talk next. Next, enjoy. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to Homestyle with Shana Blaze. Renovating and don't know what style you are? Beaumont's exclusive What's My Style quiz will help. Visit tile.com.au.